you know what I used to struggle with? Eating a diet that's nutrient-dense enough for me to get all of my dietary needs met through what I eat alone. I am no longer a passenger on that struggle bus because one tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in my diet, increase my energy and focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills, because baby, I can't do it. And it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it just fits. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these times, and they're offering my audience a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. So you'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. <laughs> to redeem your offer, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Again, to redeem your offer of one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. (laughs) All right. Hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar, and we are in part three of our holiday mini series, and I am joined by Brittany Horn of Revel Wellness. And if you are just tuning into our holiday mini series, we know that the holiday season is loved by many. However, it is not always rosy and it could be tumultuous for some of us. So we are your holiday besties, and we are stepping in to help you navigate the ups and downs of this time of year. Brittany, how are you? Hello, I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I'm excited for this topic. So this topic, we are talking about cuffing season. (laughs) So cuffing season starts like when the weather starts to change. So like the end of summer, it's like, all right, got to find yourself a boo now because it's getting cold, right? (laughs) Um, But I think this time of year, cuffing season looks um, is more intensified in a way. Because I know people sometimes stay in relationships because they don't want to be alone for the holidays Mm -hmm. Um, and because they don't want to be lonely for the holidays, right? Um, So have you either been in a situation where you knew it was time for this relationship to end, but you stuck around for this reason? Or do you have any like situation where you can speak to this? (laughs) I'll say I don't. It's never been a situation where I stuck in a relationship to be in this, like, you know, because of the holiday. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, like, younger, when I was younger, like, the relationship just always ended (laughs) before we got here. So, yeah, so it wasn't like I was keeping it. It's just like, oh, this isn't isn't working. (laughs) But I I do, I will say I definitely experienced, like, that loneliness and that feeling of, man, I wish I had somebody, you know, to help me get through this this period and just having to deal with those sucky feelings of not having mm-hmm. someone um when i was single and i'll also say like i've definitely had friends who have stayed with or tried to extend relationships or talked about you know keeping people around 
just to get through the holidays and like not wanting like the the theme of not wanting to be alone for the holidays so like I'll keep them until January type of thing um it's definitely been a theme across different friend groups yeah yeah um yeah like you I I feel like my relationships would just end before we got to the holidays (laughs) so I was like all right that's fine like well but well there goes that um but um, my husband and I, when we were um, engaged, we went through a period where we were a long distance. So I mm-hmm. was in Chicago and he was in New Jersey. I was there for school and um, he did his best uh, of trying to visit or have me come home for the holidays. But when we first got married, we first we had a destination wedding to in the Dominican Republic Ooh. in December. So we got married December 8th. Oh, okay. And then I had to come back. We still had to stay separate. I was still finishing up school. So I typically did not really care about being lonely or whatever. I knew how to manage it. Like, it's okay. Like, I know, you know, next year or whatever, like, I'll see my people or I'll see them later, whatever. But something about that, like coming home now that I was married and being separate, Mm -hmm. that was such a hard week for me. I'm just like, this is terrible. Um, And I don't remember what I did. I think, I think I was distracted because I did have work. Um, So I was working. So I was like, well, I'll pick up some extra shifts. Um, At the time I was working two jobs. I was working at a call center, which was terrible. And I was also <laughs> working at Sephora. So I'm just like, well, mm-hmm. I'll take a couple of jobs, like extra hours, as much as they'll give me, just so I don't have to be home and alone. Right. Um, so that would be my first suggestion. If somebody is dealing with um, trying to avoid loneliness, it might be helpful to distract yourself sometimes. You? Like, it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just for a period, do what you have to do to like take your mind off of things and to be with people. So I lived alone in a studio apartment in Chicago where at 3 p.m. it's, it's um, dark outside. Mm. So I'm like, you know what? Let me like be with people. Even though I'm introverted, I just needed to be around like energy of other yeah. human beings. Because if I wasn't working or if I wasn't in school, I could spend weeks without seeing anybody. So do what you have to do to to be around people and to like distract yourself and pass the time without hurting yourself. So don't Mm -hmm. stick around people who are harmful to you in order to avoid your loneliness, if that makes any sense. Very great caveat. Yes. And I was going to ask you, so, um, so did you surround yourself with coworkers or did you have like friend groups that you would try to spend time with or? No, I just took all the shifts. Um, So my, I remember at the time, I I, those a couple of girls that I did enjoy working with, and they would try to invite me out after hours. I'm just like, "Mm, don't be comfortable (laughs) doing that. Okay, we're not not gonna cross that line. Um, But you know, I'll work late. Like I never said no to a shift. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll I'll come into work. Um, But I didn't feel comfortable like going out afterwards. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I get that. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, uh, we are work friends and this is how and, it's going to stay. <laughs> period. Okay. <laughs> um, another thing that I would do if I didn't have any extra shifts I could pick up, um, I, and we talked about this before in previous um, episodes, is I just did not go on social media. I do not want to see all the people booed up and wearing the matching mm. PJs and all of that <laughs> stuff. Like, no, I just avoided social media as much as I could. So I would just do like 
find things that I really enjoyed um, that I knew would bring me happiness. For example, I would watch reruns of Martin. Mm, um, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite movies I would watch to like Lion King. Dorian bought me Lion King at the time, which was like a big deal. Because um, I think it only came out like one year from the vault. So he got it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so I watched Aww. that. Um, just figured out ways to distract myself whenever I couldn't be with my people and just to take my mind off the fact that, dang it, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I am looking at another article. I stay with the article. Um, so one thing that they said to do was to share your time. So giving your time to support a cause, is a great way to give back and do good, particularly during the holidays. So this is something I didn't realize I was doing, but I, I think I inherently kind of knew. So I would tutor um, some of my classmates who are like a few um, semesters behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time like, I'll help you study. So I already took my boards at the time. and was like, I will help you study for your upcoming boards. Like, no, I'm not charging you, but just like come and we'll like study together. So I think that helped too. Just like helping somebody else help me in my mental yeah. health in a way. Like- Doing good made me feel good. Yeah, doing good made you feel good. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Because I think it took me a, a minute to realize like how like giving back can also be like therapeutic in terms of like just making you feel good and making you feel like you contributed, you know, to the world on some kind of scale. Um, right. That's that's a good idea. I wish I wish I would have like known or thought about that when I was younger. I think. I was just emo and I was just like, ah, I'm just going to be sad <laughs> and try to like, try to like push my feelings down. But um, I, I did, I did not have great coping skill. I think I'm more so like, I would like go, I would escape to Tumblr. That was like my biggest escape and just like write all my feelings down and feel like I'm sharing this with everybody. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah. But I definitely think giving back is a great way um, to just like not only help yourself, but to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got into Tumblr. I feel no. like I really missed something there because people always you, talk about the Tumblr years. And I'm just like, dang time. it, I don't know what I was doing. It, it was, was a time. time. Yeah, and it'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was doing, but I was not on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, the next thing it says to let your creativity flow. Um. So it says, while festively decorating, baking, or doing holiday-themed arts and crafts are ways to let your creative juices flow, they aren't the only ways to engage your creativity during the holidays. When spending the holidays alone, it can be easier to shy away from typical traditions or activities. So instead of letting yourself focus on what you're not doing with loved ones this year, consider using your imagination to create new traditions for yourself. Oh, Oh, I love that. I do like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this can include any number of things, such as um, so volunteering time at a local shelter, doing a cleansing and good luck ritual at home, Ooh. doing a themed puzzle. Okay, you can get yours yes. at Rebel Wellness Co. Okay, <laughs> um, and doing something not holiday related at all, like watching a horror uh, movie marathon. So I love that. Just doing something creative to just shift your focus. Yeah, um, I will say cre- some, creating traditions is something that like I want to be more intentional about and like actually take some time to to create because I recognize that I'm a person who likes to look forward to things so Mm -hmm. and it's like 
taking taking small everyday things but like putting intention behind it just makes it more exciting like for yeah. example like when it comes to cooking i get super bored with cooking the same meals you know like you know how you have like your staples that you make like yep. every two yep. weeks or so like yep. i get so bored and i recognize that it causes me to just not want to cook at all mm-hmm. um but the, i've been really trying to think like how can i make myself more interested in it and i realized like oh like i like trying new recipes so like let me mm-hmm. get one of these like hello fresh you know Mm-hmm. packages or something and like just the idea of like oh it's a new thing that I haven't tried before like that's exciting so I think when it comes to coming up with traditions being able to ask yourself like what do you want to do like it's really up to you you could do whatever you want I know when I was a kid I really loved going and looking at um, like the Christmas decorations on people's houses mm-hmm. um, unfortunately in my neighborhood or like where I like in this area like not a lot of people go super crazy with the, the decorations mm-hmm. on their house um or maybe it's just because I'm an adult and I'm not as impressed as I was <laughs> when I was a kid. But like stuff like that, like I'll still do. Like I know, I think last year we went to this, I forget what area it was, but there's some town in, I think Gaston or Gastonia or something like that. But like there's some town where like you drive through it and like all the buildings, like the the different stores and stuff like that and the banks all have like these white lights on them. And like, it's like a little path you drive through. And like, we did that for one year and it was fun. Like, you know, we went and we got like hot cocoa to like drink mm-hmm. on the way. So like just kind of creating things that like create memories, you know, is, uh, and whether you're with by yourself or somebody else, like find ways to create your own memories that you can look back on and you can look forward to for the years to come. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that my husband um, says pretty often is that we're the adults now, which means that like, you know, we can do what we want. Right. Right. (laughs) So we can do what we want. So what, however you want your days and your holidays to look like, you can make that happen because this is your space. Like you're the adult, you're in charge of yourself now. Yep. So yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> I know. I, I sometimes look around like, how am I an adult? I don't feel right. like an adult. Like <laughs> I have adult problems. Right. I have adult problems, but I feel like my brain is just not yep. there. Right? <laughs> I'm like underdeveloped. I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing that I appreciate from here, it says to seek out connection, which I think we kind of touched on too. Mm-hmm. Um, it says self-isolating can cause feelings of loneliness, which research suggests could negatively affect your overall health. Um, so reaching out to others can help you regain a sense of connection. And this could also apply to loved ones who aren't in the same city. There are many ways to seek out connection, including calling an old friend, arranging a virtual game night with loved ones who are mm-hmm. far away, saying hi to a new neighbor. I don't like that one. Um, chatting, <laughs> chatting with the grocery store clerk, organizing a Zoom family gathering, and attending a local event. Yeah, so I, I agree with this. Like, not the new neighbor part. I, no, I need to be better at being a good neighbor. I'm Girl, not a same good neighbor. Here. Same here. Like, it's- I might throw you a hi. I might yeah. not. You know what I, I mean? might. I might act like I didn't see you <laughs> as I pull into my garage. <laughs> like, I'm be oh. better. Right. <laughs> We are terrible. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I'm underdeveloped. Okay, but I'm working on it. Introverts unite. Oh my gosh. Separately. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but yeah, so seeking out connection is important to help distract you from or prevent even feelings of loneliness. Mm-hmm. So long story short, y'all, if you are sticking around with somebody who you know is not for you and that you don't want to go into the new year with, 
don't stick around with them just because it's the holidays. You don't want to be lonely. There are so many different ways to still have a good holiday season without being tied to somebody that you don't really want to be tied to. Right. And I think also too, like recognizing that, um, that you may feel pressure to stay with this person just because of the optics, right? Like you may not, mm-hmm. you may be hesitant to show up to Christmas dinner without that person, you know? And again, getting those questions from family of like, oh, like what happened to so-and-so or like, when are you gonna date somebody mm-hmm. new? And it's like, I think being clear on setting boundaries with people and recognizing like, what is going to make you happy, like outside of, anyone else's expectations or judgments, like what is really going to make you happy on your own, you know, and, and standing tall within that and not, and focusing on, you know, that portion of what you want versus what you think other people want for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is such a word because it took me like some time to really ask myself that real question. Like, what do I want in like my whole life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I want my life to look? What does success mean for me? Not only like in my relationships and how I parent and everything, what does it look like? So I I, I really appreciate you saying that because that extends into not just your relationships, but just like overall, like what is going to make you happy? Be honest with yourself and then go out and and make it happen step by step. Step by step. It's not easy, but consistency (laughs) is key there and just one day at a time. Exactly. Just keep showing up for yourself in yep. little ways and then they they add up to, to big, big ways. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So that concludes part three of the holiday mini series. I am Cassandra Dunbar and I was um uh, I'm from over my words. <laughs> Joined by your co-host Brittany Hunt, uh, Brittany Horn of Rebel Wellness. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so thank you so much for joining. We are so so glad you're here. Be well, sis. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five star rating on Apple. Until next time. Be well, sis.